0: Two guys of Minnesota sports flowing in their veins. Mackie and Judd on Score North and scorenorth.com.
1: Well, at least they're flowing in the veins of Judd Zolgad and Declan Goff. Phil, off this week. He is not here. That does not mean that write that down, old school version slows down. But it does mean that uh, that this guy will not be involved. Hold on a second. I've got the big head. And there he is. He's not here. Back it up. There you go. He's not here. Can you see it good? Yes.
2: It actually looks staggeringly like that. that, That's the real face on like you look like Phil now.
1: Oh, my God. Well, here's the deal. We don't have write that down from Phil. We don't have an accountability session from Phil. So basically what we're doing is we are we are going at this alone uh, but we do have, and this is the most important thing write that down predictions from yours truly, mm-hmm. from uh, Declan, mm-hmm. and also from uh, our guest, Picker Lincoln, who is going to join us shortly here. Uh, but before we do that, Declan, let's talk about some of our fine sponsors here because we appreciate each and every one of, of them who have sponsored us in 2023 into 2024. And I'm going to start by talking about my good friends at. Mate, mate. Finch Home Solutions, I needed the beep. Thank you very much. Finch Home Solutions, that's right. They're taking care of any electrical issues that you might have, big or small. I mean, heck, if you need an outlet replaced, Finch Home Solutions, going to pull up in that van, and they're going to uh, put in or fix an outlet. If you need your house rewired, a major project done, let's say you're remodeling your kitchen, well, that's going to take some electrical issues, right? Finch Home Solutions can do that. I am on their uh, site right now, finchhomesolutions.com. Uh, panel replacement, car chargers, indoor lighting, electrical repairs. Nice. Long story short, Finch Home Solutions can take care of, of it all. And you can find out exactly what you get from Finch by going to their redesigned and easy-to-navigate website, finchhomesolutions.com. Finchhomesolutions.com, that is where your problems are solved from an electronics issue. Uh, Declan, if I am a little bit sore, which at 54 I often no, am, no. Who should I consult with to um, fix myself?
2: You should go to Summit Orthopedics. They have a lot of locations in the metro area. There's one right by Judd's Place in SLP. There's one right down the road from me on the east side of town in Woodbury here in the metro. Plus, there's locations outside the metro. You know, there's things outside the metro, As even though someone who grew up in the metro and likes to make assumptions about the rest of the state. Don't be stumped. You know, there's plenty of great Summit Orthopedics locations across the great state of Minnesota. So go to SummitOrtho.com, whether that's upper body or upper body lower body, maybe the Wilds, just the entire team. Just go to Summit Orthopedics. We'll 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 get an actual injury di- a diagnosis. Won't be just scooting around that. We'll know what the heck's going on. Go to SummitOrtho.com to learn more.
1: Absolutely. All right. Without further ado, then, again, no accountability session, but all, of these, all these predictions will count. Let's bring in Lincoln in what looks to be a classic Dante Culpepper jersey. Is that correct? That's correct. That's very nice. Give us some yeah. roll.
2: A you know, little we'll roll on. Was that Was that the first first big quarter? I had, I actually saw one Lincoln on eBay. I almost pulled the trigger on a few weeks ago. I loved Dante. He was my first favorite. I mean, he was the first quarterback that I remember watching. So I, I, I completely emphasize with a uh, Dante Culpepper jersey.
0: Yeah, I like the old school look. I mean, I can't pretend I watched him play. I probably wasn't watching until the Farf days. But, you know, I like the retro look. I like the I you know I've watched the highlights at least so Absolutely.
1: What what caused you uh, to become a fan of a team that continually insists on ripping your heart out? Starting, you know, for, for you starting with the Favre year in 2009 uh-huh. when when they um which is probably the first time that sports ma- made you cry if I am guessing correctly.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. That was a heartbreaker. I think um I know you guys always ask about the first memories. I think my first memories of vikings football probably is 2009 um my dad grew up a vikings fan here in utah actually he just loved um oh i'm blanking on the name our first tarkington? I think I took the Super Bowls. tarkington i'm tarkington. Tarkington. Sure. Um, growing up here in utah he ended up doing his residency in minneapolis so that kind of solidified it i've been born here in utah um i'm living here in Provo, so i'm a big byu guy but i'm also one of the only vikings byu fans probably um, but 2009 <laughs> Um, I, my first memory is probably the Steelers game. I think we were in Pittsburgh Yes. and AP just absolutely obliterated William Gay. Yes. Um, I think it was off of a pass from Brett Favre and not only did he truck him, but then he decided to step on his face yes. as he got away from him instead of walking around with like 15 yards of space everywhere else. Uh, probably my first memory of with Adrian Peterson. He's my favorite player of all time.
2: So I don't mean to maybe spoil one of your predictions here. So you're a BYU guy. So a big Jaron uh-huh. Hall fan then? Are we a big Jaron Hall fan? Big, big,
0: big Jaron Hall. Love wow. him. What
1: what's your prediction um, there? Yeah. So if if Jaron Hall were to start, how successful? Let's say as compared to uh, uh Josh Dobbs or more recently, um the the debacles that we have seen, what's your prediction on how Jaron Hall would fare?
0: I mean, it's hard to say, and I hate to, like, second-guess the coaching staff because they see him every day. But that one drive, or I guess it was two drives, but his second drive in Atlanta looked so good, I thought. And mm-hmm. maybe I'm a little no, buyer. Like, every time he was doing something good, I was like, this is it. I mean, I think here at BYU, he had a good deep ball. I mean, he might not have, like, a super strong arm, but when he's throwing those, like, medium-length streak type of routes, he's got a, he's really accurate, and I think that's perfect for J.J., so I feel like Jared Hill might be might have been our best option even like four weeks ago at this point because I think he's smart. I think he has a good deep ball. I think he knows how to lay it in the bread basket. And mm-hmm. somebody like JJ, you just got to be smart.
1: Uh, yes, exactly right. And and if you can lead him just a little bit with a ball that does not look like a dead duck, that helps too.
0: Yeah, no more hospital balls. Right. All right, down.
1: Dex. Explain uh, what what you can about the, the rules, and then we'll start by. Uh, by going um, from Lincoln to me to you.
2: Yep, so Lincoln, you know how it works, I'm guessing, from watching and listening. So we'll, we'll have three predictions here. We'll, we'll, we'll lead you off. Uh, you can make anything about Minnesota sports. It can be show-related as well. As long as it's a quantifiable prediction, it will be on the board. So Lincoln, we'll go to you first, and we will go to Judd, then we'll go to myself, back to Lincoln after that. So, all right, Lincoln, you're in the box here. What's your, uh, what's your first wing?
0: All right, and of course, Declan, you guessed it a little bit here with the Jaron Hall prediction. i got to go that direction. Um, before I do this, I'm going to ask you guys, have they given us any updates with the QB situation?
1: No, uh, probably at the okay. earliest tomorrow. Right, right now, so in an in, in ordinary week, the, uh, the starting quarterback talks on Wednesday, and hmm. they have announced that there will be no availability to a quarterback today, and that um, it'll probably be tomorrow. So at the earliest, we'll get – We'll get uh, clarity on the starting quarterback on Thursday.
0: Okay. Okay. With that in mind, I'm going to go ahead and predict. I don't know if it'll be this week, next week, if he's starting. I'm going to say Jaron Hall before the end of the season will throw multiple touchdown passes.
1: Okay. In one game or in, in you know, i
0: I'm going to say in one game, yeah. Okay. He'll okay. have a multiple touchdown pass game okay. before the season's over.
1: Cool. I like it. All right, I am going to – I've been saying this for like two weeks now, so – Write it down. You like writing things down. I'm almost positive I have not written this down yet, so let's get it on the record. The Timberwolves will be scheduled to play on Christmas Day next season. Okay, the the Timberwolves will be off the record. I think it's going to be – so they they have played, if I'm correct on this, they've played on Christmas Day twice in their history, uh, but they have never played a game – at Target Center on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. Off the record, I think it's going to be at home. Uh, but for the sake of this, just in case, because I, I don't, I don't want to throw that in and be wrong on that. The, the Timberwolves will be scheduled to play on Christmas Day next season.
2: Okay, I like it. I'm just, che- I can go back a little bit and see some of your predictions. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I, I don't. Believe- you didn't make it last week, and you didn't make it two yeah. weeks ago. So, so I, I, I think I think you're okay. I yep. think I don't think there's a repeating Judd
1: prediction here. Shockingly. Okay. okay good. All right. That was uh, a cheap shot. Very, right. Yeah, it was. Very sorry, upsetting. I write this down. All right, it's write, the holiday season. Don't be a jerk.
2: Write this down. Uh, I'll make a National Hockey League prediction here with our Minnesota Wild. Uh, a wild player will net a hat trick by next week's. Write that down. Okay. So any player, doesn't matter, so, uh, a wild player by next week's, write that down, will net a hat trick.
1: Red Wings tonight. Mm-hmm. Winnipeg at Winnipeg, uh, afternoon game Saturday. Yep. Afternoon game Sunday here, and then Tuesday. Um, okay, so you got somewhere. a lot of.
2: Time I got some there. chances here. Okay. I got I got some shots here. I without the accountability session, I know my batting average is starting to starting to kind of be where it's at. So I'm, I'm going to start swinging for the fences a little bit more here and there with mm-hmm. like the last six weeks of the season. So uh, write it down that the, a wild player will net a hat trick by next week's. Write that down. Okay. All right, Lincoln, back to you, man. Your second prediction.
0: All right, perfect. Um, I'm a little disappointed in this prediction because I thought of it like three weeks ago. I was like, this is the way I'm going. I believe in the Ravens. I think they're amazing. Um, but then they've looked so good the past three weeks, it feels like less of a good prediction, but I'm sticking with it. I think Lamar Jackson will win the MVP and the Ravens will be in the Super Bowl this year. I
1: like it. And The Ravens will make the Super Bowl. That seems pretty strong. That's That seems like it's a pretty good odds. Um, yeah, Jackson was, I mean... That performance that he put on on Christmas night was ridiculous. Yeah, you look great. I mean, it was a Super Bowl preview almost, right? I mean, those are two teams. If I San Francisco that. makes it, I I don't know that. You know what? This league is so weird. I don't know that the two teams that we consider t- to be sort of chalk right now are both going to make it. I think something's going to happen. I think I I think like Kansas City's going to bounce back or fi- Philadelphia. I think somebody's going to bounce back. Okay. Because we always do this, right? Because we're always like, well, these are the definitive two best teams. And then it feels like ordinarily, because the league's so weird. It's just such a bizarre, and and this has been a bizarre year. All right. Over to me. And here's my. I like writing things down. Here's a Twins. Write that down. And by the way, this is, I am reaching, because there had been nothing from this baseball team. Uh, But um, I don't know if, if you guys saw in the last week, the Twins made a very important roster move. They made a very important signing. They have signed Nico Goodrum, the former twin, to a minor league contract. Nico Goodrum will make the twins roster out of spring training. This is the, he's going to like replace Donnie Barrels or something. This is such a twins thing. And, and it's, yes, he's going in on a minor league contract, but if he makes the roster, he just kicks up to a, a standard, uh, league right. yep. minimum salary, so it's not going to yeah, cost him he... that much. So he is going to make the Twins opening day roster oh as God. a slappy off the bat. I can 100%,
2: unfortunately, see that happening. Uh, I'll give you a couple baseball predictions here to round things out. I'll start with this one. Josh Hader, who I love, and I would love for the Twins to sign if they had, you know, money coming in. I would love a bullpen that goes from Hader into Yohan Duran, but instead I'll make this prediction. Josh Hader will sign with a National League team this offseason, he'll remain in the National League. He's a free agent right now.
1: Mm-hmm. So He's your he'll,
2: guy. He'll remain in the National League, is my prediction. And? Off the record, off the record. I, don't, I, I don't know. I, I heard the Dodgers are interested. Which of, would just course. Be, of course, because of course. the Dodgers signed everybody. Maybe Atlanta. Go to Atlanta. Atlanta hasn't done anything. I'm tired
1: yet. of the Dodgers.
2: Yeah, I'm too, but I think he stays. And he also, he just seems like a guy who will stay in the National League. I don't know. Maybe the Yankees make a run up because I heard the Yankees have some money to spend too, obviously, which they always do. But I think he stays in the National He's League. got
1: the great salad.
2: Mm-hmm. Great hair. Great hair. All right, Lincoln, your third and final prediction, sir.
0: All right. I'm trying to decide between two. I think I'm going to go with the Lions prediction here. Maybe I'm a little spiteful. Maybe I'm a little emotional from Sunday. but And, I mean, the prediction might also indicate that. But I think the Lions will get bumped in the first round. I think I they, relent- they rely too heavily on, like, explosive run plays, which is, like, the worst thing to rely on in football. So I think they're going to lose in the first round, and I think they'll lose by more than a touchdown. I think it'll be a two score game, first round exit.
2: Wow! Is that I love this? Is the two scores part of the prediction, or are they just one and done? Is that the, is that the nuts and bolts? The um,
0: no, let's throw that in with the prediction. Uh, two score game, first round wow. exit. Wow!
2: And a two. Wow! By two scores. As I
0: love that. I hope it's the uh, I hope it's uh, the L A. I hope it's Puka Nakua rep BYU for us again.
1: There yeah. you go. That's so. true. What? Where did he come from? Like as far as his. He's been phenomenal.
0: He's so good. He's from Jaron Hall. Him and Jaron Hall were slinging it back here. But I he's, mean, he's just so athletic. He's so sneaky. Yeah. He's so fun to watch play.
1: Well, I, I love it, your prediction because I think you're right. I, I think Detroit now, it, it might not be two scores. I think Detroit goes out first round. And I mean, I'm sorry, but I did not come away from Saturday's game impressed. Like the Vikings had oh, really? every chance to take that game by the throat, right? So it's not like, oh, Detroit went in and imposed their their will. The Vikings played a bad game, and their quarterback was awful. But Justin Jefferson, I mean, how many NFL quarterbacks who who just get starts, backups or not, how many throw that bad a pass on that last play? It's probably not a lot. I mean, that is an awful, because that guy goes and gets everything. You know, that's not like some guy who, who pulls up short or, Justin Jefferson is unbelievable. Um, So I'm with you. It's not like I came away. Oh, man, the Lions are great. I came away saying this. This strikes me as the exact type of team that has happened to them with the Vikings did against the Giants here last season in the playoffs. So.
0: Totally Uh, agree.
2: Lincoln, nice predictions, man. Uh, Before you wrap up, any shout outs, any uh, last messages you want to give here as you have this enormous platform and write that down?
0: Yeah, life-changing opportunity here. Um. Uh, Yeah, shout out to my parents, making me a Minnesota Vikings fan. Um, Thanks to my wife. She's a Minnesota fan, but not necessarily a football fan. So she indulges me for hours on Sundays when I watch a bunch of football. Um, So I appreciate her for that, of course. Shout out to all my boys, of course, too. Just texting relentlessly about football (laughs) any day of the week. It's a good time. And thanks to you guys, too, for having me on. Um, I really appreciate it. I hope to be on again sometime soon. Um, It's a good time listening to you guys on the way to school, walking around campus all the time. Just plug it in and, you know, get all the information. Sound real smart to everybody.
1: Thanks, dude.
2: Great stuff, Lincoln. Appreciate that. And go
1: Jared Hall. Go Jared Hall. Hall. Give him a chance. Come on, O'Connell. Thanks, Lincoln. See you, Lincoln.
2: Awesome stuff there from Lincoln on uh, Write That Down. Yeah, we haven't actually had any BYU fans join us, have we? You know how
1: old I feel when a guy comes on wearing a Culpepper jersey and says he's repping the old school? Yeah. I mean, I, I had one. No, but I mean, you had one, you, but you watched Culpepper. He's, ba- he's basically he's not, yeah, saying no, it, it would be like me back in, in the day wearing a number 11 Joe Cat jersey because I didn't see him and I'd be repping the old yeah. school. Well, now he's talking about a guy like you had a Culpepper jersey because you grew up with pepper. Correct, yeah. That, okay. M- mildly old for me. Like, that makes me feel mildly old. This kid never saw him play. No. All right. Um, oh, with that, let's uh, third and final prediction from me, Declan Goff. Mm-hmm. Um, the Timberwolves will remove some or all of the tarps off seats at of Target Center for more seating before the end of the regular season. I think they have continually are drawing really well now. And they've got a lot of seats blocked off. Yep. So I'm going with, and and not for the playoffs, because I think that's a given. But before the end of the regular season, some or all of those tarps that cover seats are coming off so the Timberwolves can accommodate more fans. I know when the building opened, it was 19,006. I'm not sure what, what the official... Uh, capacity is now if those tarps are off. But I do think that the Wolves are going to um try and right. accommodate more fans.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I can see it. All right, last one from me here. I'm gonna write that down. This down. Uh we were just talking off Mike about baseball hall of fame. Joel Maurer continues to get a lot of these votes that are coming in that are public votes, by the way. This is this is not a gospel but It's kinda of like exit polls. They they everything could change when the rest of the stuff comes in. But write this down. We will get at least three members inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame. And with the traditional vote, not I'm not including legacy votes, which is a different system, how Tony O got in. Um, right, I'm right, talking right. the traditional vote. Okay. We will get at least From three. From the writers. I think Beltre's a lock. Like, that's going to happen. Yes, yes. And Helton missed by, like, what, three or four votes last uh, year.
1: And Sheffield's trending in the right Tre- direction. Sheffield's trending
2: in the right direction. Maurer's trending in the right direction. But you never know. Uh, for sure, Beltre's a lock. I think that's we'll get one. We'll get Beltray. Yep. We'll see what happens when the rest of the votes come in. Well, but I think we'll get at least three members in this year's class.
1: And this comes down to um, the, there is there is a thing on the ballot now that says, "Do you wish your ballot to be, to be made public. public?" Right. And a bunch of guys are like, "Yeah," or gals are like, "Yeah, that's fine." So yeah, there there's going to be a certain amount, probably old school, that don't allow that yep. to happen. But you're right, like right now, what what is, from yeah. the ballots that we've seen, so let's see what's here. Joe at? 70-something percent,
2: right? So, so there has been 50 public ballots tracked. Ryan Thibodeau does a great, he literally tracks this on a Google spreadsheet every year. God bless him. Uh, so there's been 50 public ballots. That's 13.5% of the ballots that are known. Yep. Okay? Maurer right now is at 80%. So he's gotten 42 out of the 50 public ballots. And he needs 75%. He needs 75% to get in. So, yeah, I mean, he is ahead of it. He got, uh, he's a Hall of Fame catcher. Yep. Beltre is at 50. Yeah, he's at 51. What's the
1: reaction you know? going to be in the state if he gets well, in it's on gonna, the first ballot?
2: So I think still at the end of the day, it's going to be mostly positive. But there's going to be agree. some pitchforks people that are just completely flabbergasted that a guy like that could get in. But this proves the point that I'm sorry, I, I understand that, you know, you coach Little League in wherever you are and you don't think that Joe Maurer did enough to hit for power and, you know, wasn't tough enough for whatever reason or wasn't clutch. And by the way, I could debunk those theories in a lot of different ways. Um, he is a first ballot Hall of Famer for what he did as a catcher. It's It's not debatable it it is, well, not, yeah, no, it, he, it is it is not debatable what he accomplished as a catcher he's a hall of fame catcher as a defensive player and as a hitter both. by the way
1: yeah he won both. three he won three bat- batting titles and if i'm not mistaken there is, has never been a catcher who has won a batting title in the national league yeah
2: so what he accomplished as a catcher and look i get it he got, he got a big contract um he accomplished Which has nothing, nothing to do in with the playoffs
1: his, yes that's that's actually the conversation you the know, contract the contract has always been, it was very weird that people were pissed off. When, when when, the majority of the time, people have been mad at the Twins for not giving out big contracts. Mm-hmm. It's weird that his contract was like, well, look at how much he's making. But that's what you all wanted. Right. But, yeah, I think it's the playoffs. And But I think when you do what he did at that position people don't get that it's really special. Now, now if he didn't go in on the first ballot, I'm not going to be upset. No, I didn't. But he's got to get but he's got to get in. He'll get
2: in. Yeah, I mean, even look at guys like like first ballot guys that were also around from from my youth right around the same age that Joe was, uh David writes on the ballot this year. First time ballot He's gotten four votes. He's not getting Yeah, that. No, he's got no chance. Um, Jose, injuries too. Jose, uh, Jose Reyes, who was an awesome shortstop for a few years with the Mets, he's gotten zero votes, right? Um, Chase Utley has only gotten 26 votes, which is only good for 50%. Chase Utley was a really good second baseman and was at the yeah. core of those Phillies teams, right? He's not even tracking in the well, right direction.
1: Joe, has no, Joe would have no chance of being in on the first ballot and probably wouldn't. And might not get, get in at all if he had played any other position.
2: Yeah, no, that's true. with I, those stats. I agree. If he did it this if he all played first right, base, if he did this all at first base or right he's field, not in. he's not in. I I don't believe he gets in either. I'm you I'm know, cause you then there. he's
1: a really good player, but he's just a really good player. Yeah. Like what makes him special is what he did from a positional standpoint. And to your point, um d- during his career as a catcher, great defensive catcher. Uh And the thing about it is there's going to be, like it or not, there's going to be more acceptance of time missed when you were a catcher. Yep. So, like, if he played first base, got hurt a bit, the the prime example there is David Wright Mm -hmm. at third base, right?
2: Yeah, he got hurt too much.
1: Played for the Mets in a huge market, was the captain of of that team, was absolutely loved, but he played third base and he got hurt. Yeah. That's held against you. Um, In Joe's case, he got hurt, but he played catcher. And I'll go back to he also won three i think I think it's three batting titles and an m v p playing a position that was incredibly tough, so
2: yeah, yeah. I mean, if you good. just look at the numbers from David Wright versus Joe Mauer like outside of batting average, it is very, very close in almost every statistic, and you could even make a case he might have been a more valuable player to his team, but what Joe did at his position is just completely unheard of, yeah. so get some in.
1: My only question is if Joe had played first base or to your point, right field. How much longer does he play, and then how many more games does he play? Because he almost certainly does not get hurt, you know, yeah. as much. And and then the concussions—I I think the majority of people who are voting, rightfully so, are basically just um, slashing off his first base years. Yeah, I don't think it's being considered, and that's where fans were like, "Well, he sucked. He he wasn't good when he went to first base." I don't think the people who are voting are concerned about that.
2: No, they're not. So they're not they're not. All right, that's a, that's our write that down predictions. Phil's going to have a lofty accountability session cuz I mean, I the spreadsheet, you guys can't see it, but I can. There's like six predictions now on yours, on mine, on the listeners, so. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a lot of work
1: to, a lot of work to do when Phil gets back. There
2: he is. His big fat head. Uh, Judge showing on the YouTube audience and for the audience. I'm not calling Phil a fathead. You just did, is, you just called him a fathead. Judd, Judd has a fathead. Fathead. Uh, hit the subscribe button for daily Minnesota Sports Entertainment. This is Minnesota Sports with Mackie and Judd.